I hope that after listening to this episode, you can have some reassurance that this dip in your milk supply should only be temporary and it will likely recover as you know, you recover. And, but there are some steps that we can talk about that you can just focus on a little bit more to help rebuild your milk supply. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Mom's Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number four of Tired Moms Club with Be My Breast Friend. Today we have a very special guest, someone that I'm sure you would recognize from the Pumpables page. She is Courtney Olson. She is the IBCLC, but more importantly, she is also the sole IBCLC behind Lactation Chat. Um, She is here to chat with us about illness and getting your supply back. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of this conversation, Courtney, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on. My name is Courtney. I am a speech language pathologist and an international board certified lactation consultant. And I've spent the majority of my career working on um, feeding and swallowing and swallowing disorders in a large children's hospital where I live. And then, yeah, it just made sense for me to pursue my, my certification to become an IBCLC to help support the parents that I was already working with, with medically fragile and ill infants on their own breastfeeding journeys. And then, yeah, this kind of just all, yeah, happened. And, and I found you, like when we had got introduced one way or another, I honestly don't even know how that transpired. Um, it's everything just like is a big blur to me, but the IBCLC, your lactation, you know, your background in lactation is what I think connected us. And then mm-hmm. when I learned more about you and learning you're an SLP and then finding out, like seeing all your bottle recommendations and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just, it's like the coolest thing. It never ends. You've got so much information you're able to share. And I learned a lot from you. I love watching your bottle recommendations and I can put those in the story notes too. We can like attach a couple reels, like, you know, just to give you more of a like good background of like what else you offer. But what you have shared recently that really like set sail was when you had your house got like traumatized with some kind of like gnarly bug, like stomach mm-hmm. bug. Right? Yeah. You like lost your supply and you had documented more or less like how you got it back. And I remember when you shared that and it was a hit because, you know, that happens to all of us. And then mm-hmm. you know, we're talking before we went, started recording when you're not in, you're not worried about how do you get your supply back until you're in the thick of it and it's gone. And now you're struggling. Like, what do I do to get it back? Yeah, and exactly. I think, um, well, I know that after you shared that, it like set sail and then I had shared it and even to this day, and it's been a little while since I have shared it on my stories, like just like sharing your reel, um, people will still message me and say, hey, you one time a while back, you had shared someone shared how they got their supply back after they got some kind of gnarly bug and like, where do I find it? Please, please, please help me. And I always send them right back to you because- you you had it like documented so well and you did such a great job of explaining it. So today during our pump session, right here at 
Tired Moms Club while you're kicking back and pumping or feeding or working or whatever you got going on. We're going to talk about getting our supply back after a gnarly bug, whether that be yeah. stomach or what we got going on, a dip and how do we do, how do we get it back? So you want you go take it over if you like. Exactly. Okay. So first, I think that it's really important to start off by saying that if you're currently sick, you want to continue to breastfeed because it's going to continue to maintain your supply as much as possible. But it's also going to be protective for your baby because of the antibodies that are in your breast milk. Um, And really, if I think some parents are concerned during this time that if you are um, sick, you might get your baby sick. But truthfully, you are contagious before you even start to show symptoms. So that means that um, your baby has probably already been exposed and likely probably already is also sick before you even start to show any symptoms and before you know that you're sick. So I think that's an important part to start off with is if you're listening to this and you're sick or you get sick to continue to breastfeed or move milk and bottle feed. Um, your baby. And then, you know, ideally, if you were sick, you would not be responsible for the routine care of your baby. But you and I both know that that's rarely ever the case. I mean, I work from home and, um, and I am like the primary caregiver for, you know, all of my kids. And so even though my partner is really great at stepping up, I don't ever get a sick day. And I'm sure that so many people can relate to that. Oh, yeah, I think that, yeah, everyone I'm, I know I certainly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then um, another question that I get asked all the time, just really quick, like if you're currently sick, is what medications are safe while you're breastfeeding? I get that question all the time. And in general, there are not very many medications that are contraindicated for, um, which means there are not many medications that you should not take if you're breastfeeding. So most breastfeeding, most medications are safe to take while breastfeeding, meaning they're not really going to impact your infant. Um, but there are a couple of resources out there that if you have questions about medications, um, you know, I would definitely check with your healthcare provider. Infantrisk.com is a great one. And then I have an app on my phone called Mommy Meds. I don't know. Where do you go? Same. Yeah, I have mommy meds on my phone as well. And then I also got, I, I purchased the um, provider mommy meds because there's two. They, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same information. It's just kind of delivered differently. Yeah. And then I always share infantrisk.com. I'm a yeah. huge, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't like having to like figure out and decipher what I'm reading because that's like too stressful on me. I'm already like down in the dumps. And then I like now I'm putting this extra stressor on me to like validate that I can or cannot take something. So what I do is I always call the hotline. I've done it several times and they're amazing. It's all it, they're in based in Texas. So, you, you know, someone answers the phone. Hello, like what's going on? And they're just so receptive and super kind. And even if you feel it's a dumb question or you're like, this has to be safe and I feel goofy calling, just call. Like, you know, what's the worst they're going to say? So I I always encourage, yeah, infantrisk.com and then go to the website, find the hotline number and just dial it in. Yep, exactly. So that's where I would go if you have any questions about which medications are compatible with breastfeeding. Um, And I have used them a handful of times too. And I've even used them for my patients. Like if patients ask me a question and I do look up like in my books or mommy meds, and I'm still like unclear about what the like firm recommendation would be, I would call infant risk too for my like on behalf of my clients. 
With all of that being said, there are some cold and flu medications that are designed to dry up your mucus, like decongestants and cough medicines, that if you do take them like over and over again while you're sick, they can temporarily decrease your milk supply. So there has been research to show. It's a pretty small research article, but everybody's milk supply that took the um, pseudofedrin had decreased um, with even just one dose. So not to say don't, you obviously want to take care of yourself. And I, I think that you should take medicine to relieve your symptoms as you need to. I just think it's good to keep that in mind that those things can temporarily cause a dip in your milk supply. So I think this is especially important for people who like already have a lower milk supply, or if you're in those later stages of lactation, you might have noticed like a bigger discrepancy in that yeah, I think that's huge to know. And we could add some of this, these references also to show notes just so everyone can also have access to them. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, so if you are experiencing a dip in your milk supply either during or immediately after your illness, it is usually a result of less frequent milk removal dehydration from sweating, vomiting, diarrhea, or just not getting enough fluids or taking medications like pseudofedrin that reduce your milk supply or really any combination of those things um, that happen while you're actively sick. And I personally know how stressful it is to be sick and trying to recover and worried about like how you're going to feed your baby and worried about your milk supply. But I hope that after listening to this episode, you can have some reassurance that this dip in your milk supply should only be temporary and it will likely recover as you know, you recover. And, but there are some steps that we can talk about that you can just focus on a little bit more to help rebuild your milk supply. So the first thing is nutrition and hydration. So you definitely want to get back on track with your nutrition and hydration. And so oftentimes when we're sick, our appetite is just lower and we're not eating and we're not drinking normal volumes. Or sometimes even when we try to eat and drink normal volumes, our body just rejects what we're putting into it. Um, And then to top that off, our body is using all of its resources and energy to just recover. So the most important thing is to give your Give yourself a boost with your nutrient-dense foods as soon as you're able to after you have recovered. So those are things like oatmeal, quinoa, brown rice, avocados, nuts, green leafy vegetables, just as you're able to start adding those things back in after your illness is over. And then, of course, just hydrating as you can as well. You're really bringing it to the table. I'm really right now. I'm going to come back every time I get sick. Honestly, This is awesome. Yeah. And then you want to focus also on removing more milk. So, of course, sometimes when we're sick, um, you know, I feel like it's just hard. It's just hard sometimes to get up and and do the things. And especially if you are um, exclusively pumping, you know, your body, sometimes it's just easier to make that decision to just stay in bed and recover. And especially if like your head's pounding and you're, you know, you're just not feeling good there's a good chance that you may have just not been removing as much milk as you typically do. So you want to get back on your normal schedule. So if you're exclusively pumping, then get back on that pumping schedule that you were on. 
If you are nursing, you just want to nurse as often as baby is demanding. So the way we communicate to our bodies to produce more milk is to demand more milk, to demand more frequently, because our milk supply is going to run off that supply and demand system. So if you're directly nursing your baby, nurse frequently, even during off times, and likely your baby is going to be communicating with you too, because if your supply has decreased, they will be receiving those smaller volumes at breast. Um, when they nurse and they'll probably be demanding more frequently anyway. So just really going off of their cues and feeding them on demand should help boost your, your milk supply back up. Um, sometimes what you'll notice is babies will get frustrated. So if they're directly nursing and they're getting those smaller volumes, you might notice that they're fine at first, but then they easily like pop off, get frustrated. You can just tell when they're nursing that they're just not happy with the volume that they're getting. Then you can switch them over to the other side and then if they do the same thing, again, a, a short, a small volume, a short period at breast, and then they pop off because they're frustrated, then you can switch them back. So I would actually do that. So in that video, that's one thing that I had um, explained very briefly is when um, we were rebuilding my supply after I had gotten sick, we just switched back and forth. I would only do two times, you know, I would go like start on the left breast once he got sick got frustrated and popped off, I'd switch to the right, frustrated and popped off, I'd switch back to the left, frustrated and popped off, and then back to the right. So I would only go back and forth. So each breast was stimulated two times. And then um, we already like supplement and offer bottles like here and there as needed. And so when I could tell that he just wasn't full, wasn't satisfied, needed more milk, I would give him a little bit of express milk from a bottle just to kind of like top him off and make him happy. Yeah. So that's removing more milk. I'm actually kind of like in my own head right now, just thinking, I always go back when I, I had food poisoning and I, I just felt like I was absolutely just dead to the world. I couldn't, I couldn't even move a bone and, and I do in my supply and I, I have a oversupply, but even with an oversupply, it's still like really, you know, plummeted for, you know, a hot minute. And I, I just remember like not, not having it in me to get out of bed just to pump. But I don't know. I always like, like you said, and it was a really like valid statement, just if you're an exclusive pumper to get back on your, on your schedule. And that is what a lot of people will come and ask me like, Hey, what do I do? I'm getting over this terrible bug. You know, my supply dipped. I've been really sick. And I just always go back to just get back on your supply. That's truly the best thing you can do for yourself. It's not hopping yourself up on all these magic pills. And, you know, like you, you may have to add another session in, you know, none of us want to hear that. But I know for myself, that always helps, like give me just add a little extra boost before I feel that I can like go back to like my regular schedule. But moving milk is like truly the, there. There's a lot of cool things out there. And I think Band-Aids are a legit thing. I think there's things that can help give you a boost here and there. But ultimately, like when we're down and out like that, moving milk is going to be your best friend. This episode is sponsored by Pumpables. The Pumpables Genie Advance has been my primary pump for the last 11 months with baby number four. Ready for better breast pumps? Most breast pumps are based on technology from the 90s. Times have changed and Pumpables understands that as moms, we are all unique and we have lives to live where we deserve a comfortable, easy to use breast pump. That's why they are on a mission to make pumping better. Their best selling Genie Advance portable pump is small enough to clip to your belt or pop in a pocket, all while 
delivering a super comfy, powerful performance. And their Super Genie has a heavy-duty hospital-grade motor that will be the workhorse you need in a compact, beautiful design you can take anywhere you go. Pumpables wants to change the way you think about pumping, and their thousands of five-star reviews prove they're doing their job. Want to try them out for yourselves? Save 10% on your first order by going to pumpables.co and entering promo code Tired Moms Club at checkout. That's pumpables.co, promo code Tired Moms Club. Pumpables, breast pumps designed for people who pump. It's funny that you say so about like being an exclusive pumper, not having any energy or desire to get up to pump. I had thought um, there are a couple couple pumps and products on the market where you can they're advertised that you can just kind of lay lay down and you know um, relax while using your pump. And I had thought to myself that would be awesome. I would totally use that if I was sick. Well, I had one here when I was sick, and I could not I could not get myself to use it. I could not yeah get myself to hook myself up even and use something like that. So I I know I will say though, like, and, and this only happened, this does, fortunately, but knock on wood, I, I don't get sick too often, but when I do, it usually knocks me down pretty good. And um, I know there's been a couple times more recently where I was like, I, I do not want to pump. It is the last thing I want to do, but I know that it's only going to benefit me and my supply and get my baby fed. So like, even if it's not a full full um, scheduled pump, even if I pump for 10 minutes, like usually my sessions are like 15, 30 minutes. Like, so it sounds like a wide range, but it just depends on like what's going on. You know, if I'm distracted, relaxed, having letdowns, like chasing kids, whatever. So even if I can get in like 10 minutes, like any stimulation in my opinion, in my experience, like was better than nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think moving any milk that you're able to is going to be helpful. Um, and then also any additional stimulation is going to help right after you're recovering from your illness. So while you're pumping or nursing, you can do breast compressions to really help empty your milk ducts a little bit better. And then um, you can also add in some extra sessions. So you can add in like a, a short pump after a feed. You can also try doing like a power pump in the day, um, whatever fits best in your schedule. But um, yeah, just like for me personally, when I was trying to boost my supply, I liked to end either a pumping session or a nursing session. I would just put it in my mind that I was going to do like five extra minutes, like try to get a little bit more and really focus on like hand compressions and trying to really make sure that my breast was empty. Um, And then I also really liked to just do one breast at a time. So I would like nurse or pump. And then I would just focus everything on one breast at a time, really get that massage and that breast compression and then go to the other breast. And yeah, just try all in one session though, like all in one session. So you'll like, you'll work both breasts, but like individual, like independently of each other. Yeah. For that particular time. yeah. So like if I was just, if it was like a pumping session, I'd pump my normal time. So like 20 or 25 minutes. And then I would spend the last five, I would do five additional minutes of just, yeah, one, just focusing on one breast at a time. That's great. And how long did you feel that it took you to get back to your supply, your typical supply? It was not very long. I want to say it was only maybe like somewhere between three and five days. That's awesome. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't take any more. Like I would say if you're really working hard at this and it's been 
seven days and you're not noticing any changes, then that's when I would reach out for additional help, either from your healthcare provider or a lactation consultant, just to see if there's, you know, anything else you could be doing differently. Yeah, for sure. That's great. And I I think too, I've seen someone say this once before that your, your body is healing and your milk supply is healing with your body. So it's, we can't expect our milk supply to come back full throttle until we are also, you know, we're also healed. So Mm -hmm. you have to have with yourself too. I think it's like a whole, the whole kit and caboodle thing here. Yeah. It's not just like getting your supply back. It's about like the overall healing process of your whole body. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Because kind of like I mentioned earlier too, like your body was using all of its resources and energy just to get better, just to heal you and get better. So yeah, I think these are all really valid points. And I, I really, I, I know there's someone out there that's like, this is not what I was hoping to hear. I don't want to have to work harder, but uh, you know, it is, it truly is the truth. And if we, we could have come on here and, and try to sell you every like little, you know, bell and whistle, no mm-hmm. purchase this, and it will come back tomorrow. But the truth of it all is you really just have to be diligent with your schedule and just take care of yourself. So um, I hope we hope that this benefit someone out there and come back anytime you find yourself feeling ill and need to get your supply back and some confidence in what you've got going on. Courtney will talk you back, talk your supply back up. So thank you so much for joining me. This was really awesome. It's super informative. Even for me, it's always nice to have this refresher. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on.